My last breath ended with a kiss, not a long, intense sort of kiss. No, it was just a moment of touching. Less than a second, more than a lifetime. Then our lips separated, his skin roughly brushing over my chin. Then the touch was gone. Darkness followed. Forever. I floated. There was nothing. I was nothing. Floating. Drifting. Time consumed me. Stars became lines in the sky, the moon as bright as the sun. Clouds were my pillow, the wind my lullaby. I was everything that I didn't exist. I was big and I was small. I was as young and as old as time itself. When I woke there was no I. There was nothing left of the person I had been. No memories, no family, no clothes, no clothes. Yes, I was naked, but that was fine. I wasn't cold. I wasn't warm either, but temperature didn't seem to matter in this place. This place. Where was I? The room I'd woken up in seemed to be filled with thick white fog. There were walls in the distance, but the mist made it hard to guess how far away they were. I was lying in the middle of the room on a blood-red carpet that felt as soft as a bed. In fact, I wouldn't mind this being my bed. I got up slowly, a little dizzy. My feet disappeared in the thick rug and I stretched my toes, enjoying the softness of it. I looked around, searching for a door. There was none. No windows either. No way to leave the room, nor get into it. Had someone built this room around me while I slept? Or had I been thrown in from above? No, the ceiling seemed solid enough, and there was no hole in it, no trapdoor. It took me a moment to remember how to speak, but when I did I called out, Hello! My voice carried far, much louder than I'd expected with all the clouds in the room. A dim memory told me that fog usually sucked up all noise, but not here. This place was different. There was no reply. I walked to the nearest wall and pressed my hands against it, and fell forward stumbling ending up on hands and knees because the wall had disappeared and I was now outside of the room. I jumped up in a flash, standing before I realized I'd even moved. The room I'd been in had disappeared, including all the wall. I'd thought I'd been in a house, but there was nothing behind me, nothing at all. Just clouds, lots of clouds even beneath me. The ground was covered in fog. Or maybe the ground was the fog. This place made no sense, and yet it somehow did. My head was starting to hurt a little. A voice inside my mind was shouting at me that this was wrong. That rooms didn't just disappear and that standing on clouds wasn't possible. I pushed it away. That was just an echo. Nothing more. The voice of an old memory. Nothing to worry about. Hello. I asked again. This time. My words were loud and melodious. And totally unlike me. But then... How to know who I was, what I sounded like. I was new, fresh, only just beginning. I didn't have a past, just a future. I began to walk, searching the clouds for anything that might guide me. They all looked the same, beautiful but the same. Over here, a deep voice said, little more than a whisper, come to me. I followed the sound through the fog until I came to a spot that was a little less cloudy than the rest of this place. In the clouds was a man, as naked as I was, completely and utterly naked. His skin was silver, not just pale white but actual silver. He was shimmering, sparkling even, even with no memories. I knew that I'd never seen anyone like him before. He was different, new. I tried to focus on his face, ignoring his nakedness. There were a lot of angles in his face. 
an almost square jaw, a sharp nose that stood out amongst his silver cheeks, and lips that didn't curve at all, and silver eyes so piercing that I stopped in my tracks. Welcome, he said gravely. Sorry for killing you. He swiped some of his long silver hair out of his face. I wondered whether he had clothes that were silver, too. It wouldn't have surprised me. You killed me. I asked weakly. You do that? I didn't ask if I was really dead. I already knew that deep inside. I didn't fight it. Either. I was breathing and thinking and talking. That was enough for me. I didn't need to be alive for that. Did I? The man shrugged and sat down on a cloud. Yes. Cloud. One that hadn't been there before. You seemed promising. But be warned if this doesn't work out. I'm going to kill you again. Permanently this time. I raised an eyebrow. If what doesn't work out. His eyes bore into mine. Your apprenticeship. I didn't sign up for one. His lips twitched but he still didn't smile. No you didn't. I did. You felt right. I felt right. My voice had become shriller than I would have liked. What the hell does that mean? In a flash. He got up and grabbed my arm. I stumbled back but he didn't let go. Feel this. He asked. No, I said. Not wanting to feel it. The tingle that spread from where he touched me. The little lightning bolts shooting through my arm up into my torso and straight into my heart. This was too strange to admit. His grip increased. Yes. You do. It's what made me choose you and it's what's keeping you alive just now. I frowned. You said I'm dead. You killed me. His lips curved into a wry smile. Yes. I said I killed you. I never said that you were dead. His fingers were still on my arm. But he softened his grip a little. I wanted to pull away from him. But something stopped me. Those tingles were making me warm even though I'd not realized that I'd been cold. They felt good. How can I not be dead after having been killed? I asked, barely suppressing a sigh. This man was crazy. I see you want to start with your first lesson right away. Good. Let's go somewhere else. I couldn't even blink before the clouds drew in on me, racing at me at lightning speed. I wanted to cower, make myself as small as possible. But then I was gone. No longer in the cloud place but in a house. Or maybe it was just another room without a house around it. Who knew? It looked like an office though with a large mahogany table in the center, covered with old-fashioned scrolls and leather-bound books. The walls were lined with shells reaching to the very top. The ceiling was strange, glittering just like the man's skin. Not quite solid. It glowed so much that there was no need for any lamps in this otherwise windowless room. I'd not even noticed that he'd let go of my arm, but when I looked around, he was sitting on a high-back wooden chair on the other side of the desk. Confused, he asked. There was a smile in his voice, but it didn't mirror on his face. His eyes were wandering over my body. I wanted to cover myself with my hands or even the thick rug I was standing on, but for some reason, I knew he would see that as a weakness. Instead, I met his eyes, drawing his gaze to me, hoping he'd stick with looking at my eyes rather than my exposed body. I didn't even know what I looked like. He knew it much better than I did. I needed a mirror but there was none in here and maybe it wasn't all that important after all. Answer me, he said sharply. Yes, I'm confused. I replied with a sigh. Would you mind explaining what's going on? What do you think is going on? He asked in return, not breaking eye contact. I was mesmerized by his silvery pupils, shining like two moons in his pale face. I'm dead. Am I an angel? A ghost? This time? 
He didn't just smile. He laughed, throwing his head back in amusement. His voice was like honey running down a waterfall, echoing through my body, making goosebumps appear on my skin. Wrong on all accounts, he said when he'd finally stopped laughing. You're neither alive nor dead. That's just stupid. I interrupted him. How can I be neither? His smile disappeared. Do not interrupt me. Never. I don't like it. This time, I was the one laughing. You don't like it. Well, sue me. I can interrupt you whenever I want. Call it payback for killing me. His eyes sparkled. But I wasn't quite sure if it was from anger or amusement. You're not dead now. But that doesn't mean it can't happen. He stretched out a hand and suddenly, pain erupted in my chest. My knees buckled and I fell to the floor before I had a chance to brace myself. The pain of falling was nothing compared to the pain in my chest though. Fire was burning through my heart, ripping open my skin and tearing at my flesh. I clawed at the rock, looking for something to hold on to, anything to keep me away from the pain that was threatening to devour me. I'd never felt such agony. Then it was over like nothing had ever happened. Not even an ache remained. I stayed on the floor, tears dripping down my cheeks. Get up, the man said impatiently. You're unhurt. Don't be dramatic about it. That made me jump up and glare at him. Dramatic? Do you even know how much that hurt? My voice was hoarse from the echo of pain. Even though it wasn't hurting any longer, the pain had left traces. He shrugged. Pain is a human emotion. You will overcome it eventually. Despite the horrible pain I just felt, I didn't think I'd want to overcome it. Pain had a purpose, a reason. It was a warning. A message from our bodies telling us that something was wrong. Now tell me what's going on. I bit out through clenched teeth. This man was infuriating, and I wasn't going to give in to him, no matter what it was he actually wanted. He put his hands behind his head watching me. Was he a predator eyeing his prey? Or a zoo visitor watching a caged animal? You're not dead. You're a messenger now. I stared at him. And that is supposed to explain what exactly? He shook his head and put his arms back in his lap. Don't they teach you humans anything nowadays? I didn't reply and he sighed deeply. A messenger of the gods. A being traveling in between the mortal and immortal worlds, doing the bidding of the gods. Or one god in particular. In your case. He chuckled. More specifically, me. I gaped at him. You're a god. Somehow, I very much doubted that. Gods didn't run around naked. They didn't kill people. They certainly didn't kill and kidnap women. They also didn't look silver. Right. He got up and walked around the desk. Cupid, at your service, he said with a blank expression. Although no, that's not right. You're at my service. From today, you're going to serve as my apprentice. You're going to learn the art of the bow, the way the arrow pierces the human heart, the skills to turn lust into love. You're going to do everything I tell you to, and you're not going to fail me. He was having a laugh. This wasn't real. This wasn't true. Cupid my arse. He was some alien. Not a god and certainly not Cupid. No, I said and he smiled. I was hoping you'd say that. Pain ripped through my chest once more and darkness took me.